The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Hello, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP. 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, and I'm hosting tonight uh, uh, with uh, John Roberts as our engineer. Hi. And Sue Timberlake as our uh, uh, thought leader. I don't know. What's the what's a good term? <laughs> thought leader? Re-engineer. Yeah. Re-engineer. Re-engineer. That sounds better. Thought yeah. leader just sounds like she's like a cult leader or something. Uh, that would, that's no that good. That would be a new role. <laughs> yeah, well, I I was gonna say, you know, I mean, you know, I I, I think Sue would be a step up for most cults. So you know, <laughs> I mean, sure, okay, just, I'll give you just that one step. Okay, so are you guys saying that political parties are cults? No, I'm saying you should have your own <laughs> cult because you know the money's pretty good. Oh. It know? is. <laughs> you know, no I doubt. mean, it's it's. You know, I, I, know, I know you're still working part time. So, like, here's the thing: you could keep working part time, but just make a lot more money. Hmm. I think we're getting derailed, aren't we? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we may have to redo the intro. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm keeping this. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you guys are interested in finding out more about this new cult, Sue is apparently starting, or that we're starting for her. Either way, uh, you can get in touch with us in a few different ways. Email is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org, at civilpoliticsfm on Twitter, and facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is our community there. We do also have our own website, which is civilpoliticsradio.com, and that has recordings of previous episodes of the show, some supplemental episodes we've done, and links to interesting articles that we talk about and other stuff like that. Uh, our dedicated news source, uh, our, our dedicated search or trusted news sources, and you know links to things like uh, how to register to vote in Massachusetts and stuff like that. So, I do uh, want to say uh, we, I know that the the Twitter um, is not that active. We just use it to post shows right now. Um, the uh, but. Our DMs are open. If you have any questions, then you can de- you can definitely send us a DM if you're comfortable on Twitter. Um, and also, uh, we do per- periodically words check the uh, messages on Facebook as well. So um, we are definitely open for getting getting comments, questions, anything like that. So please, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we would. Or if you would like to leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Podchaser, then you can definitely do that, too. We'd love to hear your reviews, get your reviews, get your comments on there, too. Yeah, I I really appreciate, uh, you know, we don't get a ton of comments, but we do get comments, and I appreciate them. Uh, uh, yeah, we love them. Yeah, I, we, I, I love the ones that are complimentary. I also love the ones that say, why haven't you talked about this? How, you know, like, you got this completely wrong. I mean, in a way, like, being told that I got something wrong and then explaining to me what it actually should be or where to go find out what's really going on, I really appreciate that, you know. We but. like learning on this show. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Seems like a cult leader, so I don't know if. if... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God, it's a running joke now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sue. No oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do we? Yeah, what the do we, uh... Just, just the wait till she decides to outsource her, her her holy book to somebody. You know. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of work writing those things. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so I also so. want to just uh, well. So let let's let's you know kick into it here. Um, uh, well, we, there are a bunch of things we could talk about. Uh, so I'm just going to look at this list and pick uh, the Supreme Court ruling on Tuesday uh, in the uh, uh, about how the federal government should apply uh, Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act. Uh, basically holding that uh, people cannot be discriminated against on the basis of sex. In fact, that does mean specifically people who are gay or lesbian or transgender, like because of sex necessarily has to include discrimination on the basis of being uh, LGB or T or Q or really anywhere on that spectrum. I. Uh, or I. Or I, yes, indeed. So the Supreme Court, uh, in this ruling, uh, it was written by Neil Gorsuch, who was, of course, uh, President Trump's first appointment to the court, uh, the fellow who got the seat uh, Mitch McConnell stole from Merrick Garland. So uh, people were expecting uh, the worst all across the the left-wing legal spectrum, just expecting... um, you know, that, that the court would uphold the, the Trump administration's position. And to the astonishment of just about everybody, uh, this ruling, which, which uh, is about six months after, or longer maybe even, after the court actually had heard the arguments and, you know, formally, you know, started considering the case, it's, um, it's, it's uh, written by Justice Gorsuch, and it, he basically makes the textualist argument, the, the plain text, the meaning of the plain text is how we should interpret the law, you know, which is a classic right-wing uh, judicial philosophy. And uh, a lot of uh, conservative uh, pundits are uh, boggled that following this position, uh, Justice Gorsuch said, okay, well, when you say you can't discriminate on the basis of sex, and if you discriminate against somebody for doing something because they're gay, that you wouldn't discriminate against them for doing because they were straight, that's clearly their sex is involved. You know, it's like, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, Mike and Stephanie is fine, but Mike and Steve is not. Well, you know, that's that's obviously, you know, connects to the whole idea of what my sex is, is uh, or you know, what the sex of my partners are, however, like that's what you're judging. So, so, uh, this is a, a big deal ruling in part because it was unexpected, but also because, um, from what I can gather, the Trump administration has been attempting to push back on the results on the, on the, the policies the federal government's put in place, uh, following the Obergefell decision, uh, about, you know, recognizing gay marriage and, uh, a whole bunch of sort of knock-on effects from that. And in particular, they also were attempting to roll back uh, policies the Obama administration put in regarding transgender uh, 
people, like enforcing their rights and, and you know, policies at the Department of Education and all kinds of other things. And because the Trump administration had been basing all of these on the idea that, like, well, it says on the basis of sex, not sexual orientation or sexual status or whatever, you know, so clearly, uh, you know, or identity. So, like, clearly, this is not what, what, what it's about, because later laws do specify that they're talking about orientation or identity or whatever. So, you know, obviously that that's uh, we can do this because this is not discriminating on the basis of sex. And to everybody's surprise, Justice Gorsuch shut that down. So yeah, sorry. So that was a long winded explanation, but I thought it was yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know if people had had absorbed that. Um, they've really yeah, cut so the legs out from on. under everything the Trump administration has done. So. I don't know how much well, the Trump administration 22, 22 states also, because they didn't have laws protecting people. You know, Massachusetts does, but a lot of states don't have any laws protecting folks. So it, it's sort of, uh, it's almost like the, uh, the gay marriage decision. In fact, it may be more far-reaching in a lot of ways than that one. I think so, it will be. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, think, we'll see. But what a, what a nice surprise. I, well, well, they I couldn't mean, I, do originalist because the Civil Rights Act wasn't the original constitution, right? They just do textualists, which is what the words say. Well, I, uh, textualism and originalism sort of are, are, are linked philosophically. The idea is like whatever was written down and understood, but, you know, whatever the people wrote down at the time and what they understood those words to mean, that's what the law is. And that's the, the only thing it can be. So, y you know, and grappling with, so, sorry, this is why, for example, there was the kerfuffle about the House of Representatives changing their rules so that there could be proxy voting and maybe remote voting because of the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, you know, the idea that, uh, yes, we can actually reliably communicate uh, uh, quickly and easily with each other, even though we're not on the floor of the same you know, in the same building talking to each other uh, was not something they thought about in the 18th century. So they didn't think they needed to put in any sort of provisions for, for dealing with that. But in a strict originalist construction, like, well, too bad. You know, if they didn't think yep. of it, then... You didn't have a telegraph. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't have a telegraph that we can't, we can't consider it. Right. Well, just what a refreshing surprise. And it got lost in all the news of the week. I mean, the week has just been as usual. I don't know. Ever since Trump got elected, it's been wild like every day. I call it a fire Ooh, hose of information. Good. Yes. That's, oh, yeah. That's really a good... Distractions and... It's not even... It's not even... I mean, just in general, it's not even distractions because they're all important. These are important things that are happening. They're just, and uh, we still have this um, this cultural view of if the president says something, then it's news. And we still have that, even though the president just doesn't stop talking. But the things that he says have effects on our policy. So yeah. if we if we ignore that, then that's ignoring something that's really important. So. There, none of this is like a lot of things are important. Some of them are more important than others. So we have to pick and choose like what we focus on. But there's just a torrent of stuff that is happening. 
and we can't and and sometimes a lot of like we we get uh emails about like well why didn't you talk about this what about this you know like and uh we we have to choose what to talk about and there's so many important things to talk about you know it's uh yeah. it's maddening sometimes yeah and we only and- have an hour I mean, just in life too. Like when I'm yeah, yeah. when I'm just online, or if I'm doing my political chats on Twitch, like there are so many things to talk about. It can be you, you can freeze up, and because you don't know which things to focus on. I certainly have that problem, and yeah, uh, uh, already the uh, the Title Seven ruling is sort of uh, uh, receding into the distance, and I imagine that the ruling which came out today about uh, uh, upholding uh, DACA, the Deferred Action Against Childhood Arrivals, the policy the Obama administration uh, uh, created to help out the, you know, the dreamers, as they're often uh, known. And, uh, you know, that on the one hand, it's, it's, it's absolutely the right decision, and I'm glad it came down. But also, you know, it was a five to four decision written by Justice Roberts, and it basically said, look, the Trump administration absolutely can end DACA. But there are rules they got to follow when they do it, and they didn't follow them. So it doesn't count. They can't do it. You know, if they want to do this, they got to start. Well, yes, to some extent. But, you know, so it's like on the one hand, it's like uh, it's a very narrow technical. You know, you are technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. (laughs) But uh, at the same time, that is why people talk about the value of the rule of law it's like look there are procedures you know we have principles we've created procedures to 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 hold us to them and if you don't follow them then you're not holding to the principles so you know yes and you have process the, right the president absolutely has the discretion to repeal another executive uh, policy by his predecessor absolutely but you have to do it you know follow the administrative procedures act and other other requirements because people are have acted in good faith expecting the government to to do something so you can't just sort of stop doing it you know like a lot of people will lose their jobs and a lot of businesses will lose valuable employees and a lot of other problems will come out you know people will not get medical treatments they need and all kinds of other problems if you just stop it so you need to wind this down in a responsible way uh yeah so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I I'm not sure exactly how I like. On the one hand, I I I I'm glad that it's it's done. On the other hand, uh, I I'm sort of at the point where I'm uh, ready to sort of think the worst of uh, you know conservative jurists all the time, and I don't like that. So <laughs> <laughs> do do we know how that one went? We know the other one was um, um, five to three. Doctor, you know the. Uh, uh, title DACA was six was it three. unanimous? DACA went six, six to uh, three. No, no, sorry. Uh, uh, title seven went six oh. to three. Uh, Roberts and uh, Gorsuch uh, joining the the four liberals. Uh, the DACA ruling went five to four. Uh, Gorsuch joined Alito oh, Thomas. Close. Yeah. 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 Basically. Oh, because, that's interesting. Yeah, and and so it, Roberts again, was the vote. Roberts was the vote, and on narrow technical grounds, yeah. it's like. Look, you got to follow the law. You didn't, so you got to do it again. 
Well, I take very good news from that because for me, that means that Roberts really wants the Supreme Court to be um, relevant and he's he's being careful. He's being careful that he's, you know, he's trying to keep the Supreme Court relevant because it yeah. could easily, you know, everybody's so distressed with all the other arms of government and the Supreme Court is thought to be very politically motivated. And, you know, Roberts is trying to salvage their reputation. That's my opinion. Yeah, I but, think I agree sure. with that. Oh. that. That makes a lot of sense. And I think yeah. he's also, yeah. to some extent, reading the tea leaves. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the next five months. But uh, if the election were held today, Donald Trump is crushed, crushed. He has in a the, 57 okay. percent uh, disapproval rating. Right. That's insane. You know, He's he's lose, down twelve points. But if you don't let in, those people in Michigan, for if example. you don't let those people, if you don't let those people vote, then he won't. He'll still win. So well, there you it go. It depends upon the voter suppression, right? Right, <sighs> right. and that's that's why just I'm just making I'm your saying, argument for you guys. <laughs> well, that's that's why I'm I'm I don't want to you know let's not count chickens before they hatch. But I think Justice, uh, uh, I think everybody in the Supreme Court can see that if uh, if popular will prevails, Donald Trump's not getting a second term. It's just, it's not happening. You know, there are too many people too angry with him for too many valid reasons. Uh, you know, uh, 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 there were 1.5 million more unemployment filings uh, this week. This unemployment week. still at, yeah. yeah, just this week. Unemployment still at 14.1%. And of course, uh, you know, COVID-19 is still an ongoing crisis. And, uh, you know, as Dr. Fauci put it, you know, no, I'm not worried about a second wave right now because we're not out of the first wave. And that's why yeah. you're seeing, for example, I, I, I read that there were, I think there were 3,000 new cases yesterday, just yesterday in Florida. So... Yeah, Florida, Texas, and I forget the third state that is in real trouble with their how fast it's it's going i think florida texas and oh, i can't think of the third state that's you know like um doubling 50 percent, not doubling 50 percent higher georgia maybe? than it was a week ago uh, georgia? i believe it was There's, um either georgia or arizona i think um oh it's arizona you're right yeah. it's arizona yeah and michigan is doing great michigan is really just it's amazing how and they've Gretch. recovered because they were a super. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and yeah. apparently and New York's doing well. Apparently, Gretchen Whitmer, people are uh, uh, happy with her, her, her constituents. So that's a good sign. Yeah. So, but for all well, those reasons, you know, they. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that she, um, she, she's a very strong governor, and it and it's great, and she's been character assassinated a lot. And the good news is that she's been able to brush it off because she knows what she needs to do and she's doing it. So it's good. It's very good. She has a theme song. She has what? She does. There was a, there's a uh, Detroit area rapper that, um, that made a, that, that did a track um, called big Gretch. And she loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll post it on the link to that. Yeah. I'll link it on in the show notes. (laughs) Um, it, 
It, I, I love it, and I kind of want her to get nominated for VP, so they'll play the song during the inaugural ball. I just kind of, I kind of want that right now, and it's kind of and, getting and through the day. <laughs> yes, and and it and it rallies. Um, it just like, ugh, it's so, good. and it, and it basically it's like she's telling you to stay at home. Uh, don't. L- listen to her because because we love her and <laughs> she's really popular in Detroit and the and the, um and the uh the urban areas not so much in the uh in the rural areas which basically they're I was talking to someone they they were saying there are two Michigans <laughs> there's yeah there's the urban areas which are very democratic and there are the uh, rural areas which are very very red so um but yeah big Gretch. She loves she and she specifically said she tweeted back like oh I love it I love the name <laughs> she even put buffs on during a uh, uh, during a, a press conference because they mentioned her ha- her wearing uh, buffs <laughs> and I'll I'll post I'm sorry <laughs> yep. well it's it's good and you can see that the governor's really standing out who know how to manage and how to address issues and take action and coordinate and, you know, that, that process. And, you know, the, we have the virus, but we also have, um, you know, just the protests all around the country sort of working in the opposite direction of the, of the virus. And, and, you know, it is, we think spreading it a little bit and it's, you know, what a, what a odd time for the United States. And yet people are you out on the, the streets. They were about out the here. murder of- you mean about the protest mur- uh, for the murder of George Floyd and Rayshard Brooks? And, um, and many others. Taylor? Yes. Brianna so Taylor. Yeah, I'm trying to think of Taylor's, Brianna Taylor. Yeah, hers is the most horrifying to me. That was a no-knock yeah. warrant, and they shot her eight times. Her boyfriend shot back at the police, but he didn't get shot. It, it's he got wounded, I believe. Really screwball. Um, did he get wounded? Yeah, and the thing is that he but shot back the because they were there was like a bunch of guys yeah. like invading his home. into the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah he exactly. didn't know what was going was on because it was a no knock. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, exactly. So does he get to stand his ground, or is that not a stand? Oh, your he's black. State? No, no, he can't. He's black. Uh, he, can't, he can't do that. Technically, yes, <sighs> he does get to defend. His, you know, he's in the home. He gets to defend it with deadly force. You know, the castle doctrine. But I mean, I don't know. Oh, in his castle. Well, right. But I don't. But know it if that's wasn't his gonna... apartment. It was her. Yeah, but he was there with her. You know, she wanted him there. I don't know. Uh, he had more rights to be there than the cops. And uh, yeah, stand your ground. By the way, applies uh, to when you're out in public, instead of having to and that's retreat Florida, if right? You on the street. Uh, that's many states, but Florida is, is currently the most famous. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- this uh, she was she was killed in um in uh, Louisville. Yeah, remember Kentucky. So, oh, Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, yeah. and and there's still oh, not dealing with that. Well. Mitch They're McConnell's backyard. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Mitch McConnell State. That well, that maybe actually just mentioned that that state is having a really interesting um, battle for the uh, Democratic um, nomination. Nomination. Yeah, Senate. Mary McGrath is as, and another fellow uh, whose name I'm forgetting right now, but they're both uh, raising a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Competing for to be the Mitch McConnell's challenger, Hunter. I have no idea. Oh, for the Senate race, yeah, I, and I have no 
opinion one way or the other about that. I don't know if you guys do. I'm just like, you know, uh, somebody get Mitch out. I, don't, you know. I, I, I like Booker more. Um, McGrath is, is a Democrat, but she's, um, more of a centrist. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think that's why the Democratic Party is kind of going towards her because they think that she would be more palatable to unseat Mitch McConnell. McGrath is outspoken. He's, uh, progressive. Uh, I really, McGrath's the um, woman. I really like, uh, I really like him, uh, black man who has been in state politics like she she hasn't won an election but he is actually in the state house so uh i really oh, so like he's Charles got some Booker. uh he's that's probably got a yeah and he's leading by eight he's probably points got an organization that's correct he's Hopefully leading by see, eight yeah. points right now yeah. which is great um so. well you know you know there's always when you're mitch mcconnell you're really stealthy so wait for the surprise <laughs> we get a little closer oh there'll be definitely some dirty tricks or when is the anyway <laughs> june 23rd hmm, wow so that's that's soon next week all right oh is that the primary well in I, uh, uh sorry i i forget what i was gonna where i was gonna pivot to but uh the, I, oh we were talking about the court and uh i think i think we've sort of covered it but the uh can certainly see how the uh uh did you did you say june 23rd june 25th sorry 25th I, is the prime is the primary yeah in kentucky yeah. i just i couldn't hear what the um, what you were referring to. So, oh, that's cool. So we'll know who your, your candidate is in Kentucky and yeah. let the, let the Next Tuesday. Yeah. bad behavior begin. Cause Kentucky is wicked. They have actually been sniping at each other online a bit. Um, McGrath oh, and Booker, huh. which uh, McGrath, uh, Booker put out a tweet saying, Oh, we, we, we raised this much money and McGrath, uh, tweeted back, Oh, now, now maybe you can pay your, your employees $15 an hour and give them uh, health insurance. Like, like we do. <laughs> and he's like, and, and it and it was like, <sighs> so they're, they're really Sorry, going I'm after laughing. Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's funny, but graph like Amy, please. No, please. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's a legit dig. It is. It it's just, it, it, the the way that she and I'll I'll, I'll link her tweet uh, if I can find it but um yeah. the 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 way that she the way that she put it and since it was just like out of nowhere it seemed kind of like like a, a di- like a political dig you know like a like kind yeah. of a like clearly she's trying to destabilize him uh. You're not even I think trying, she's to, trying hide to dominate it. him. Yeah, she, she, you're not even yeah. trying to hide it. That's basically <laughs> she's going to dominate his street. Yeah. yeah. Well, and people have trouble sometimes with women doing that. It's like the tone. It's a really hard tone to get right. Exactly. It is. I mean, basically, she uh, she sucker punched him. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the thing. Like, it, it, yeah. and that's in that race, uh, a sucker punch doesn't really. It, it didn't. It didn't really play. Yeah, you're afraid. Basically, like, like yeah. that's what well, you're afraid she's going to take him out. No, no, I'm not afraid she's going to take him out. I'm afraid that she's going to um, 
damage him? Like damage them both. Weaken him. No, damage them both. Yeah, weaken both of them. Yeah, uh, like they yeah. don't need that, you know? Like they, uh, having a positive campaign as uh, friendly competitors is, um, is in my opinion, the best way to go. Uh, Those sort of happy warrior. Exactly. Like you're, you're like, uh, like their colleagues who want the same job. There's like, yeah. you can, you can go like, you can go lower, you can go high. And in, in that race against McConnell, which he'll use anything against them. Anything. You, you, they're j like, that's just giving him ammo. So that's, that's the thing. Um, if it turns, if it comes down to, uh, like, she really thinks that he's like a danger and he should not get elected because something is wrong then i can see going dirty i or i can see going like giving him a sucker punch but yeah you know anyway well, um people often like but she's trailing like in women the polls so. yeah exactly i mean i don't think that yeah. helped i don't think that helped her yeah so sometimes when you go negative it takes you out so but it it's interesting cuz women um women are often expected to throw a counter punch. They're not expected to throw the first punch. So I kind of like it when they do <laughs> mm. so, anyway, but I love politics. So, you know, it, it's, it's sort of like Elizabeth Warren, you know, sort of, um, you know, just going right after um, Bloomberg, yeah. you know, people don't expect that she went right at him. She just yeah. took them yeah. right out. I mean, that, well, that's the thing. It's, it's um, sort of shocking. Well, we should we should uh, take a break, I think. I was going to say, yeah. this is time for our mid-show break. So we're going to play a few <laughs> PSAs, promos, and station IDs. And then we'll be back with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio in just a couple minutes. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, on behalf Primo of Detroit, beats on the chat. Hey, we want to present these buffs to our governor. Big Gretch! Throw the buffs on her face, cause that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress, we got Big Gretch. Woo! You can find her in the press, under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress, yeah that's Big Gretch. Throw the buffs on her face, cause that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress, we got Big Gretch. You can find her in the press, under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress, yeah that's Big Gretch. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's Subculture Music Program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The odds of becoming a signed artist and having three number one albums? One in 100 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The eyes of this performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks in the Ad Council. 
Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJ LP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. I'm still joined by uh, engineer John Roberts <laughs> and cult leader Sue Timberlake. <laughs> Stop. Oh, no. Hail Zenu. Oh no. <laughs> and we were Are you just... a follower, Michael? <laughs> oh. You are blonde, so you might be you might be a follower. <laughs> I you got me there. What? <laughs> Depends on what's in it for me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Let, let, we can recruit off air. So um anyway, uh uh but uh you mentioned you just as we went to the break, you were uh, mentioning the good old days of uh, Elizabeth Warren sort of uh, uh, surgically disma- dismantling the <laughs> Mike Bloomberg candidacy on national TV uh, in the space of two minutes one, or less. <laughs> one throat punch, just yeah. like the identity theft movie. He, she got him with one throat punch, which he didn't even expect. Yeah, yeah it was sort of remarkable to see on national TV. So. Yeah. Anyway. So I uh, that reminds me of because that was that was a big deal, you know, back in the first three months of the year. And now, like, that's all very old news. So, you know, what else was a big deal in the first three months of the year? And that is now like, oh, yeah. So I don't know if you remember this, but our president, who's a very bad guy, uh, was actually impeached by the House of Representatives. And there was this trial in the Senate. Yeah. And there were all, you know, there, there was testimony, no and statements and questions and the chief justice was presiding I don't and they voted on. Yeah. Yeah. They were two counts in the South. The Senate voted on both of them. And on one of them, Mitt Romney actually voted to convict. So like he's there was a Republican. One yeah, I know. So. So anyway. Massachusetts originally. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so That's why you're the historian, Mike. Because you remember this stuff. <laughs> right. So funny story. Three months ago. <laughs> funny story. So like the whole reason that he was impeached was about uh, his asking the, the president of the Ukraine to do us a favor, though, to try and, you know, create yeah. uh, sort of a scandal about Joe Biden to help, uh, you know, to help Trump politically with getting reelected. Um and one of the key witnesses that the House of Representatives wanted to call at their hearings uh, was uh, former National Security Advisor John Bolton, whose book is coming out next week. And uh, because advanced copies have they now, actually are, called him, right? And he they actually they actually well, there was another subpoena for somebody, and it was going to go through court. So he said he'd wait until it went through court, right? Bolton, and then it went Bolton, through court, and then he uh, Bolton refused <laughs> he to, hit to behind testify. It. He hid behind it. He could have yep, just he stepped forward and said, I've been subpoenaed by the House. Of course, I'm going to testify. And that would have been the end of it if he'd wanted yeah. it to be. Yeah. So. Oh, and he uh, had lots to tell because he told us all that. He had lots to tell. And 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 promoting we've his seen book. some of these some of these revelations. And yes, he did. But I just want to I just want to start off by saying how I 
I really want to just, you know, punch him in the nose so hard right now and then maybe kick him in the shins for good measure because he has the gall to criticize the Democrats in the House for, you know, not following up enough with their impeachment. They, there were more things they could have impeached him for and they should have dug deeper and gotten more information. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I, yeah, I swear. Treason. I think that, it's treasonous that, what he's doing. Is, and now he's selling the info. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. well, yeah. Well, and it's chutzpah. I mean, my God, <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. quite killing Shame, your parents shameless. and then saying, well, I'm an orphan. So, you know, but it's close. well, writing a book about it. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's he's a hideous guy. I guess he's he's just proven how hideous he is. But, yeah. you know, people are going to buy his book because they're trying to prevent it from coming out. And, you know, the minute you ban something, it becomes much more valuable. It's it's yeah, that's sometimes true. America is a little horrifying. <laughs> Well, and it's it's we are we are the 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 cat is well and truly out of the bag. I mean, you know, Stephen Colbert has an advanced copy, so Mm -hmm. yeah, I think a lot of the Uh, journalists, but it's it's impound it's impounded till Tuesday, though. So sure, but I mean, if if even if the Justice Department were somehow to prevail in their last ditch attempts at prior restraint, you know, Colbert could just start reading chunks of it out on his show you know yeah so there's no way to keep yeah. this information hidden uh you know and and so uh uh trump apparently asked uh uh president xi Jinping of 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 china to uh have uh the chinese uh, government buy more farm goods from the u.s because that would help prop up trump's re-election prospects which president xi apparently and you was know they did yeah, President yeah, they, Xi was like, they sure, did yeah. buy more stuff. <laughs> and, and President Xi was oh, apparently boy. also uh, uh, encouraged Donald Trump to try and repeal uh, whichever amendment it is that keeps limits presidents to two terms. I forget which constitutional amendment that is, but um, is it the 25th, maybe? Passed, passed after Roosevelt, right? Yes, yes. And, uh, and uh, the second Roosevelt. Yeah. Franklin. To me, the most shocking thing, and there's there's plenty more to talk about. The most shocking thing was apparently the subject of those, you know, quote unquote, re-education centers, you know, the concentration camps that the Chinese government has built for the Uyghurs in oh, Western for China. Uyghurs. Yeah. President Trump said, prisoners. Right. And President Trump said, what a good idea. He expressed approval and support for that. And I... Yep. Just wow, like bad mouthing NATO. Yep, they said if yeah. he gets a second term, NATO NATO is toast. <laughs> Trump wanted to. Trump uh, apparently tried, uh, w- w- uh, deter- decided to actually withdraw from NATO, and uh, it was it was too complicated and difficult to, for his his attention span to see through. But you know, you know, and then then just dumb stuff like not knowing that the UK was a, a, had was a nuclear power and thinking Finland was part of Russia and you know just well you know <sighs> the other world leaders are playing are playing chess and our guys not very good at checkers so so they you know he he's he's got one dimension and it's he cares mostly about what what's good for him so it's very easy to manipulate 
Oh yeah. You know, give him money or give him something. And yeah, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's horrifying. And my party, you know, we'll see how, how we behave this November. You know what? Really, because uh, oh, I, sorry. what were you saying? No, I was done. I'm just curious, Sue, uh, if you could keep your ear to the ground and let us know if you see more sort of, you know, rank and file Republican defections, more people saying like, you know what? This guy sucks. We, we were wrong. We shouldn't back him. I, I, I have no well, idea. Well, I don't think people say it that way. They, they wouldn't say they were wrong. They would just say, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to work that hard for him or I'm not sure I'm going to vote. You know, in Massachusetts, the Republicans can all stay home because it, it doesn't really matter. Mm. You know, it, it's it's sad to say, but when you have, you know, the Electoral College the way you do, sure. um, you know, a lot of re- Republicans can stay home and it really won't change the outcome of the election because, you know, the Democrat will take Massachusetts pretty much anyway. Well, and, you know, and, sort of regardless. Well, and if they don't stay and home. California probably too. Right. Well, and if they don't stay home, if they all turn out and vote, it probably still won't make a difference. I guess that's the, that's the thing it that's still really won't. discouraging, you know, because I mean, yeah. even in 2016, Trump got a million votes in Massachusetts, but Hillary got 1.9 million. So, and yeah. I'd, I'd be astonished if Trump could get a million votes in Massachusetts uh, this year. Yeah. Well, and it's the unenrolled that's, that um, really dis- decides the race, but a lot of those unenrolled are actually, um, they're Democrats, but they're just not in the Democratic Party anymore. And vice versa, there's Republicans that just aren't in the Republican Party anymore. They're just unenrolled. And yeah. they, you know, they decide to do something. They vote in the primary or they don't. So, yeah, but what, a, um, so what do we do about Bolton? Because here he is. He's, he's, like I said, I feel like he's treasonous. And, you know, I feel like he's treasonous for a bunch of different reasons. But one of them is that he wouldn't appear before the House in, uh, in an impeachment inquiry. I, I just find that that's sort of like holding up Merrick Gardner's uh, um, Merrick Garland Supreme Court Mer- nomination. Yeah. Merrick Garland. How yeah, is sorry. that treason, though? In the um, colloquial sense, yeah, because not strict oh. legal sense. Okay, not like well, it's, treason has to treason has to do with the wars. But what is yeah. it when you undermine the government and it's not seditious. a war? <laughs> okay, so seditious. It's seditious. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, it's, they're just, it's sort of for those of us that like, you know, they were, I'm not exactly an originalist, but you know, I like the words and I think you, you want to go, you don't want to stray too far from the text. You know, those are showstoppers, both of those for me, you know, yeah. they're really sort of horrifying that my party was involved in that. And, um, you know, Bolton, I, I didn't like him to begin with yeah. and he's not, you know, he's he's always been awful to people that worked for him and, you know, just a, just a horrible man. But this shows so shows you how self-interested he is. You yeah. Know? And he's just better at it than Trump is because he, you know, he got away with his pension and he got away with a book and he's probably getting all the pro- proceeds from it. Well, uh, he's actually I would ho- like Go ahead. not a dunce thing like politically like he's he he's like oh no he's a good he's he's like good at politics trump is not good at politics he's treacherous yeah there's no way that trump could be like uh uh, like work behind the scenes or anything um 
The, that is true. Just quickly going back to the to the DACA decision, uh, so he he tweeted, "Do you think the Supreme Court doesn't like me that much, or do you get the impression that the oh, Supreme Court doesn't like me?" That's that is Trump. Yeah, I, very two dimensional, right? And it's and it's very much a what have you done for me lately? Because the court has handed over yeah. a bunch of rulings that have strengthened Trump's hand and. Uh, and and yeah. made procedural decisions like the, the court is still uh, we're still waiting for the court to rule on decisions about uh, presidential, you know, su- uh, the House subpoenaing the presidential, you know, aides and uh, cabinet mem- ministers and whatnot. And it's, you know, like those were all settled law, like like the president yeah. trying to assert absolute immunity. Like that's not a thing. It's never been a thing that's absurd, you know. Like the court should have just said, you know, the lower courts got it right. We affirm this decision, and yeah. instead we don't have to consider it. it. We let it stand. Yeah. Right. Well, we let it stand or, as I mean, is. Or they yeah. could, or they could even, I mean, if they really wanted to nail the point home, which I think they should, you know, they could even say like, all right, we will take the case, and now we issue a per curiam decision affirming the uh, upholding the ruling of the lower court. You know, they could put their imprimatur yeah. on it. For very little effort, uh, but instead they've taken the case, so it's in limbo, and then they have not ruled. So, yeah, and some of that is you have to give them. You know, it's COVID a little bit. They a lot of their stuff oh, yeah. delayed. They're usually done at the end of June, and a lot of stuff is, you know, still still well, I think pending because of. I think the, they are done at the end of June. I think they're still planning to wrap up their term. Uh, you think they're going to make it? I I heard they might not I, make it, so I don't know. I guess we'll I, find out in I, a week. I don't know, but I, I know that it's yeah. I haven't I haven't heard any announcement that they are planning to extend their deliberations or operations. But you know, yeah. they're the Supreme Court. They're they're not really accountable to anybody. So you know, for better or for worse. So <laughs> I, I think they're accountable to the public, but we'll leave it at that because that's a longer debate. <laughs> well, the, in in terms of there's no specific easy mechanism of accountability, you know. Like, yes, it does. Like incumbents don't get voted out very often. But in theory, every politician in elected office <laughs> can get voted out every at most every, you know, six years. So. Yeah. yeah but what a what a what a yeah. terrible adventure with Bolton. I mean, just just the worst of the worst of Americanism. <laughs> I and, and part of it, I, I don't want to. I hope I don't don't sound like I'm trivializing it, but part of what really just shocked me is like I'm reading about this revelation today and tomorrow is Juneteenth. And it's just like, wow. The president's like, no, concentration camps, prison labor, that's all good. You know, go ahead and, you know, enslave your ethnic minority. Why not? Sounds like good business to me. And it's like, Jesus. Yeah. So happy Juneteenth. Well, you know, in, <laughs> in in January, we'll all be going, God, we almost lost our democracy. <laughs> or maybe something else we'll be saying. But yeah, it's, it's when you start to really delve into it. And if you really hold strong principles, you know, like me, law and order, you know, rule of law. And those words have come to mean different things as of about two weeks ago. But when you hold principles really 
that are really important to you and you watch this go down, I mean, you feel horrified as an American, you know, a, you know, flag saluting American. Yeah. And, and even you progressives, right? Well, and I, I really worry because, you know, yeah, I think we all agree. Joe Biden is a huge improvement, a big step up from Donald Trump. But, you know, as I, as I, right, exactly. As I've joked, Joe Biden, I think his campaign slogan really should be, you know, uh, out of the fire, back into the frying pan. It's like, you know, (laughs) uh, and and I, 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 well, I just, I would not be surprised if a lot of sort of the, the sort of the low key lawlessness and authoritarianism that the Trump administration has enabled by being so blatant. I wouldn't be surprised if the Biden administration decides to just cut some corners and, you know, just oh. do some stuff. And Oh, he's a, he's a go-along, get-along guy. So did right. you hear Gates, you know, the Secretary of Defense, Gates, He and he was like head of oh, the right, CIA? Oh, right, right, right. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, not not Bill Gates, but yeah, uh, um, no. not the senator, not the congressman Robert from Gates. Florida. Not, Robert Gates, yes. I was thinking of Matt Gates. Yeah, Robert Gates. From, from Florida, the congressman. So yeah. he... He was interviewed yesterday, I forget which show it was on, and they they quoted him and they said, so you said that Joe Biden, you know, made all of the decisions he made in the last 10 years have been on the wrong side of foreign policy. Would you still say that was true? And it was really, his answer was perfect because it it was true. You know, it's like Biden zigged everywhere we would have zagged. Thank God somebody else was president. And, um, Mm. you know, you see somebody like, Robert Gates, and you think, oh my God, where where are those people? They're all retired. You know, they've escaped from the from the cauldron of government. But you know, that's his honest opinion about Joe Biden is that he, you know, he doesn't have the chops. I agree. <laughs> you know, he has the experience, but he doesn't have the judgment, and that's a problem. I, I can I say very as a Republican. I, well, and I, I agree as a as as a Democrat. I mean. Uh, we've certainly, di- in, uh, many times on this show, discussed our disappointments with Barack Obama and foreign policy, uh, you know, drone strikes around the world, funding the Saudis as they pushed for civil war in Yemen. Like, it's, there's some ugly, ugly uh, decisions and far too much innocent blood on our, you know, our hands as taxpayers, having funded and supported all this. Um, but nevertheless, uh you know, I think Barack Obama, you know, he was the guy, he was one of the leaders of the let's not go to war in Iraq movement. So like he's 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 more on the ball uh, than than Biden ever was. And it's it yeah. we were very lucky that, uh, you know, Obama was the president instead of Biden or for that matter, Hillary Clinton, I think, you know, because another person. I think who voted she's- here- well, well, I would have, I, I would have picked I, her over Joe Biden. I judge again, her differently. Sure. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. her judgment and her knowledge base is a lot more crystal clear. And you know, this is not an excuse. Are we out of time? I was just going to say oh, once yeah, again yeah. that women are judged. Yeah, women are judged by a different standard. And she she was a little bit of a hawk, and I think to some of that it a was affected. I don't. I. Yeah. Y- y- no, I mean, I don't think. I don't think that when she actually was in charge and had the power that you would have seen some of those same positions. And I, that's a belief. I can't prove it. So that's an opinion, I guess is the way to say that. In other words, I think that she had a lot more um, thought process and chose positions given the timing 
and the circumstances. And that if you could see her in her full light as a president, I think you'd see some different and better decisions. But I, you know, that's just some, that's a, you know, that's a supposition. So. But but I, again, yeah. I I certainly will agree with you that I think she has more. Uh, I think she's smarter and has better judgment than Joe Biden. You know, despite the fact they both voted for the Iraq I, War, just in general. Joe Biden strikes me as has always struck me as sort of a, you know, a mediocre second tier sort of politician. And Hillary Clinton, even when I've been like really upset with her, 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 you know, as secretary of state, for example, she was like, yeah, let's let's just start intervening in Libya. And I'm like, like, I hate Gaddafi, but um, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. This, this could go bad. This, <laughs> this, this went badly. Yes. Let's just bomb uh, them and not do anything else. Right, exactly. You know, and, and and again, totally. You know, happy to see Muammar Gaddafi gone, but same way I'm. I, I was happy to see Saddam Hussein gone. It's just what came after. So yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Well, it's it's easy well, to break stuff. Solve it's the hard to make something better. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We solved all the problems for this week. Oh, and we're going to have on uh, Natalia Munoz. Um, via Comunos uh, on next next Friday, right? That's the plan, I think. A special yes, guest. Yes, I, I hope so. so. Uh, yeah, we're planning. To, we're plan- yeah. obviously that- last minute cancellations can happen, but that's the plan, and I, I look forward to uh, uh, having her on. Yeah, this will this will be fun. She's a real she's a real firecracker. So this this will be good. Can't Plus wait. two female voices. You know what can I? T- <laughs> well, I mean, we can just we'll we'll, we'll tolerate it. <laughs> so anyway that's no way to speak to your cult leader John. <laughs> oh no the supreme leader will be mad at me um so we gotta wrap up at any time mike before i say something else stupid uh no just the novelty of you being the one saying something stupid i was enjoying it and hoping you'd keep doing it <laughs> That's, that's one time. Oh, I don't so we're switching. We're switching roles. Okay. Thanks everybody for for listening to Civil Politics. This has been Mike and uh, Genre um, pushing the buttons and our cult leader Sue. Uh, if All you, hail Sue! If you want <laughs> no. to keep listening to to uh, Valley for Radio, you totally should because we have some great shows coming up. Uh, sub- Subculture is up next. Afterwards, it's Table of Contents, and we have OK Asia, which has some great music going into the night. We have some repeats and stuff of other shows keep listening to Valley for Radio this is 103.3 FM Northampton, Massachusetts, WXOJLP and have a good night Bye Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more go to planetsidepodcasts.com